Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Upon this rock I will build my church. Of course, Jesus laid that out, talking about Peter. Peter is the rock, and Jesus said, On this rock I'll build the church. Our Heavenly Father, I pray today, as we call upon you, that we would see you. And Lord, that you would help us be a rock, that you could build your church upon the rock. You could build your church on the foundation of Jesus Christ, that God, we would put our faith and trust in you. And God, whatever church people go to today, Lord, many listeners go to many different churches. Lord, use them in their churches. God, provide for them, give them wisdom, help them to stand up for truth, help them to help their pastor, to help their their deacons, Lord, to be there for the church, that they could win the lost and we could be difference makers. God, I thank you for Peter. I thank you that he was a rock. I thank you that he learned from Jesus Christ. And even though he struggled sometimes in life, you were there. Be there for us today. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus needs more rocks, more people that he can use to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. I told you in yesterday's message that most people come to know Jesus Christ on a one-on-one, not in the church, not in the church building, outside the church building. You have that opportunity. More people who will sell out to him and say, it doesn't matter what you call me to do, I will do it. You'll start seeing the power of God implode in your life, explode in your life. Following Jesus, folks, is costly. Some think, people think, oh, it's nothing to follow Jesus, when in fact, you know what? He's want people to be willing to follow him. We keep what we want in life, and if it infringes on our personal life, we sure don't want to sacrifice it. Jesus is still looking for people to say yes to the call of God and to look deep within their hearts to see where they are with him. Yesterday, I asked you to do a review on your life. Where am I with God? Jesus called Peter. In fact, listen to Luke chapter 5, verse 1 through 11. One day as Jesus was standing by the lake of Genesaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep and let down the nets for the catch. Simon answered, Master, we've been worked hard all night and haven't caught anything, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish, their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. For he and all his companies were astonished at the catch of the fish that day. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on you will fish for people. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. Here Peter was a fisherman by trade, and probably a pretty good one. And he knew his business. And when Jesus asked him to put his nets down in the deep water for a catch, Peter's first response was, 
Man, we finished all night long and caught nothing. And you now, and you know, uh, now what am I supposed to do? Throw this back in the water? Why waste our energy and do something that doesn't work? That's probably what he was thinking. The fish just aren't here. But he gives in and he says, because you say so, I'll let the nets down. <laughs> How many times is that in our lives? We think something's not going to work. Something's not going to work out for us. We're all over the place. And suddenly, suddenly we just say, okay, Lord, I'll do it your way. And then when we do, we are blessed because we're obedient to him. Then, of course, the catch was so enormous that it was breaking the nets. People, just a side note here. When you're obedient to Jesus Christ, he blesses you more than you will ever know. Many people do not receive the blessings of God because they are not obedient, because they want to live by their ideas. I can tell you story after story of financial blessings in my life and in friends of mine's life because they were obedient even when it didn't seem normal or something they should do. But they did it because they felt led by the Holy Spirit of God to do it. I'm telling you this, once we as people get it, once we understand it, the obedience of God's principle, you will see remarkable things happen in your lives. Do not ever expect a blessing from God if you choose to live contrary to his teaching. Too many people say, well, God's going to bless me. He's not going to bless you if you live contrary to his teaching. He wants you to live by his word. Follow Jesus. Following Jesus, like I said earlier, is costly. It certainly was and certainly is. It means changing things in our lives. And so many people don't like change. You've been around people who don't like change? Here Jesus asked him to follow him, which meant giving up his occupation, his livelihood, his life as we knew it to follow Jesus and eventually be the leader God that God had for him to be. Jesus told Peter, don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for men. Jesus must have noticed anxiety in Peter's reaction. He knew that this would be difficult for him, but he also knew that he would be used powerfully for him. And folks, I'm convinced if you and I could understand the importance of searching God with all our heart and being willing to go the extra mile to follow God, incredible things would happen in our lives. A question for each of us to look at is this. Are you influenced or influencing? Should I ask you that again? Are you influenced or influencing? Influencing. Has your life been shaped by others' thoughts and ideas? Or are you helping others see the things of God by your influence? Just for a moment, think about things this past week. Were your influence, were you being a positive influence for the light of Jesus Christ where you're at? Sometimes I think we try to bypass questions like this. And the first thing people say is, are you trying to make me feel guilty, Pastor Tom? My response is no. I want us to think about who we are in Jesus Christ and to be aware of who we are in him. Let me tell you, Peter just didn't become an influencer overnight. He started walking with Jesus and learning what Jesus was teaching. And he still made mistakes, just like you and I. But he got it. He got it, and God used him powerfully. See, Jesus personalizes a message to Peter and the disciples. Listen to Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 through 16. 
When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But what about you? he asked. What do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Peter knew who he was. And though I'm sure Peter heard the things floating around about who Jesus was, I wonder what we should have I wonder what we would have thought that day. Over the years we have seen many cults arise, and a person has been uplifted as the Holy One, and people put their faith in man versus God. We know to get our running shoes on when we see a man being lifted up and the church you attend being touted as the only church or the only true church. Nothing annoys me more to hear people say, I live by the church's teachings. My friends, my friends, you need to live by God's teaching. And most certainly, I pray the churches are following that. God didn't establish the church to be the dictator of our lives, but to be the body of Christ where we could come and find healing and redemption and love through the avenues of believers in Jesus Christ. It always has to be about Jesus. And if the message changes and it becomes about something else, then folks, there's probably sin in the camp. The church is vital. The church is important. We need to attend church and be a part of that. But when you let the church be the dictators of who your life is, there's something wrong with that. You're putting all your trust in man versus God. Put your trust in God. God will lead you. And if God has got godly leaders in church that's living by the holy word of God, the Bible, and living by the instruction manual, then you've got a great guideline. The church is very important. Don't get me wrong. The church is huge. You need to be involved in a body of believers. Even in Hebrews 10, it tells you that. Don't forsake the assembling of gathering together. You need each other. But let's be the church and understand the church is the body of Christ. It's all about God. It's all about Jesus. That's where we get our lives, and our convictions. Live by your convictions. God has given you a conscience through his Holy Spirit that will lead you to your convictions. But if your convictions are different from the word of God, folks, something is wrong. If it doesn't weigh against the word of God, it is wrong. That's why the word of God tells us to be alert. Satan would love to sidetrack you. He would love to get Christian people so confused that they cause problems and lead people down the wrong path. He would love to get churches going down the wrong path where they proclaim themselves as the only church, as the only right church. That is so against the Word of God. You look at the Word of God. The Word of God in the New Testament had all sorts of churches, and they were so different in nature. Just like today, we have a lot of churches. They are different in nature, some of them even different in doctrine. But the doctrine they can't be different on is this, is that Jesus Christ died for their sins and he rose again. And we teach that he who believes in the Lord Jesus Christ will be saved and have eternal life. Not having signed up with the church, not putting our name on a written roster, not being baptized by the church. Yes, we baptize because when you believe in Jesus Christ, he says, be baptized every one of you and you'll receive the Holy Spirit. But it's to the glory of God, not to the glory of the church. The church is going to be there to help you and nurture you. 
Well, hey, I'm out of time, but I'm going to catch this tomorrow. Lord bless you. Have a super day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.